I'm Peter Kent, producer and host of Asheville Talks, conversations on trends and topics affecting our city and our region. The Asheville Talks segment I started was meant to be an odd pairing story, like olive oil and ice cream. Then a couple of events occurred, and the story went from quirky to thought-provoking. I'm still thinking about it. I wonder what you'll think. The story begins with Jason Brodsky. He runs Asheville Holistic Realty. Trim, late 40s, bearded and cotton-clothed, Jason embraces the big picture from finance to feng shui when someone seeks to buy a house. His Woodfin Place office is a cramped space filled with a couple of colleagues tending to computers and copiers, realtor signs, maps arrayed with push pins and post-its, brochures, and two dogs, Blackjack and Pepper, who aren't licensed to sell real estate but could render aid when a sale needs a reassuring nuzzle. It has an appeal to a clientele not necessarily looking for a perky person with a Colgate smile and a gleaming beamer. It's not the place you'd expect to be the mailing address of the Asheville Yoga and Gun Club. Yes, that's what I said, the Asheville Yoga and Gun Club. Jason has taken two of his pursuits, yoga and target shooting, and combined them. Like many pairings, what sounds awful turns out to work. I got the idea when I decided to pick up target shooting, which is a hobby that I enjoyed as a younger person, I'm 49 in my youth I shot, and I've done some casual target shooting in the last few years. However, I've been a very serious student of yoga for, gosh, over 25 years. And I started to see real clear parallels between the act of practicing a hatha yoga routine, which is a movement-based yoga, and the act of target shooting, or accurately doing either one of them, I should say. Did you find in your target shooting, were you pretty good at it? I was decent at it, just like with anything, repetition you know, breeds familiarity. And so as I had a foundational knowledge and a working knowledge, and for those you know, target shooters out there, I could you know, certainly put things on paper, I noticed an almost uncanny increase in my ability to shoot very accurately and my ability to balance. Uh, where I saw my greatest increase in yoga was an increase in balance, ability to balance. Stamina also was affected, but the ability for like balancing postures, the ability to scan my body was so similar to what it takes to set up for a shot. That a discipline devoted to flexibility and focus would dovetail with a sport that takes stillness and concentration is not that hard to accept. It made sense to a lot of people when Jason posted his thoughts online. I will say I had a fascinating um, incident happen about a year ago when I first started to come up, when I first came up with this idea and I was reaching out to some online forums. I posted, I found a forum through Googling, a uh, rifleman's forum, and there was some discussion about breath. There was discussion about marksmanship, excuse me, discussion about meditation. And I posted, hey, I'm starting to do this guns and yoga practice. And a moderator jumped on and said to me, sent me a private message and said, you're welcome. This is great. But I just want you to know people might really react strongly and not in a positive way. Well, I'm really happy to report that it was the total opposite. <clears throat> and probably the most heartwarming thing that I saw on this thread was a 
commenter chimed on and, and said, gosh, you know, I've heard about yoga. I, I'd probably be good for me. If they offered it at my range, I probably would try it. And I thought, wow, that is great. You know, that, that would get somebody out of their comfort zone on that. And they were, that person's so comfortable on the shooting range, but yoga is very intimidating. And I recognize there's people that are very comfortable in a yoga class and they don't necessarily feel that they'd be welcomed or at home or even have an interest in going to the range. And my goal here is to, is to dispel those myths. On April 6th at the Asheville Armory on Riverside Drive, Jason will offer a class melding yoga and marksmanship. Participants will need to bring a yoga mat and a Daisy Red Rider BB gun. Right now, we're teaching at a local store here in Asheville called the Asheville Armory. And logistically, it's still a small shop. So what we've been doing is we've been using Daisy Red Rider air rifles. They are a proportionately very close to a full-size 22. You can shoot them very safely indoors, of course, with eye protection, but we shoot into uh, cardboard. You can put a paper target out, you can put it over cardboard, stuff the cardboard box with newspaper, and it's a functional BB stop. And the mechanism of firing the rifle, the mechanics involved, the body mechanics involved, all of that is, is transferable to a large caliber, to actual outdoor shooting. But for all intensive purposes, since we're attracting beginners to this phase, it serves its purpose well. So what can you expect to do at a yoga and gun club meeting? Well, the format thus far has been to start with some breath exercises, since breath is first and foremost the arbiter, if you will, to how you're going to shoot. The second thing we work on are some eye exercises to uh, counteract eye strain, to get the muscles of our eyes working, since we're going to be relying on them quite well or quite a bit. And then we start to incorporate some yoga asana that closely mimics and mirrors and informs the classical yoga shooting positions. I'll give you an example. So you might have had those little, seen those green little army men laying down and with the rifle. So that's prone position. And so in prone position, we might work with some cobra postures. We might work with a locust pose, postures that strengthen your core, that allow you to be comfortable on the ground, that don't just uh, focus on the actual muscularity of it and strengthening the muscle, but also work with the, the skeletal system. So it's comfortable to get one to be comfortable to get up and off the ground, for instance. Uh, we then from there go to a kneeling or sitting position where we might work with some child's pose. We might work with some seated forward bends. We might work with some seated twists, all in order, again, to maximize the shooter's experience um, in a seated or kneeling position. And then we work our way up to standing, which just like in yoga, and just like in marksmanship, is the least stable position. Think if you're uh, trying to balance, you're trying to do a tree pose, which is a posture we would do. So we'd start at a tadasana, which is a mountain pose, just really grounding our feet, focusing our breath. And from there, probably go into a warrior posture, some wide-legged uh, forward folds, and any number of postures that we mix up. But the general idea is to find a sequence of postures that informs the three classical shooting positions that most people know, and that would be prone, then a kneeling slash sitting, and then standing. Asheville Armory owner Matt Hampton was intrigued with Jason's idea. He sees the potential not only as a shooter himself, but also as a savvy business operator. While the Asheville Armory's history reaches back to 1861, when it made weapons for the Confederacy, its current incarnation is just five years old. Matt sees yoga as a marketing tool. I think there's definitely some crossover there. Um, 
I like both industries. I mean, yoga people like to do their thing and shooting people like to do their thing. And I like to make this industry a little bit more approachable is what I think every gun shop wants to do because some people are afraid to come into a gun shop because they don't know what to expect. Now, if they were knowing we have a yoga thing, they might be all about that. I mean, whatever we can do to get them in the door is great. Um, Have you heard of anything like this in the past? Uh, Absolutely not. Nope, nothing like it. There's been a lot of interest, he says. It's a misperception to think of Asheville as anti-gun. Yeah, you know, I get that question all the time, being a gun shop in Asheville. Um, but I, I draw people from the country. I draw people from downtown. It's, it's not as big a deal as everybody kind of thinks it is. Um, I mean, I, do, I did a concealed carry class for um, the LBGT community a while back. Um, so that's not a problem. Anymore. So I've had, there's even a, um, a club in town called the Pink Pistols. And their motto is, arm gays don't get bashed. So that's... That's kind of what Asheville is all about. I mean, we have you know a, such a big area of different people that I think anybody's into anything. So, while it may be a first for Asheville, Jason wasn't the first to come up with the idea. I don't think I was the first. There's another person I'd like to acknowledge. Her name is Kirsten Joy Weiss. I, I decided one day to Google yoga and guns. I thought, well, what's going to happen if I Google yoga and guns? This. Uh, woman popped up in my on my screen and she was demonstrating a um, standing bow posture which is part of the uh, yoga lexicon that I practice currently I practice a, a derivative of a Bikram yoga and she very adeptly was able to target shoot uh, at some serious yardage with a, a pistol no less and w- all the while holding this posture and so I learned that I'm not the only person out there thinking about this. And every day, literally every day, I will Google and see, because I do believe in the collective mind, and I believe that an idea will start to circulate and other people will pick it up. And just as recently as about a week and a half ago, I saw some folks who had put together a little yoga and gun intro on uh, one of their YouTube channels as well. Ready, ohm, fire. Jason's words that are imprinted on the Yoga and Gun Club t-shirt can be startling at first glance. Yet another example of keeping Asheville weird. But a moment of reflection can move beyond a conventional view that it's kind of an icky mix. I've got a great graphic. A local artist in Asheville, Rob Hunt, drew a wonderful graphic for us. And it's met with a lot of incredulity, I guess. People look at the shirt and they say, well, that's ridiculous. You know, I need one, which is great. It's in and of itself. It's a fun T-shirt. But it's a real thing, you know, and my goal in spreading the word and the challenges that I have in getting this across to the general populace is that that these are not mutually exclusive positions. It is possible to own a rifle, to shoot a gun, and it is possible to be somebody who meditates and who sits quietly and who moves through the world in a gentle fashion. Adam Potts is a physical therapist and yoga instructor in Asheville and sees nothing wrong with it. We talked outside of one of Asheville's yoga centers, which far outnumber gun stores in the city. Honestly, I think that mindfulness is good to do no matter what. I think you can never go wrong with applying mindfulness, no matter what it is you do. Not that I would approve of everything. I think bringing mindfulness, in this case, to um, shooting, um, targets, yeah, I think that that would uh, actually be a very good thing. Adam is also a former Marine, having served two tours in Iraq. While he didn't come across Marines who practiced yoga, it was in boot camp where he first experienced basic levels of mindfulness. When I was in boot camp, we did, um, we had to do what's called snap week, where we spent a week 
snapping in, preparing for the rifle range, which was another week. But what we did was we sat in different, oh, we, we got into different positions and just held the rifle and aimed and practiced breathing. Because a lot of what you do with shooting is you have to wait till in between the breath. And so you have to be very aware of your breath. And so the, even the drill instructors, they said it was kind of like a meditation because you're just sitting there for hours. And, you know, we were there all day because, you know, it's boot camp. They don't, you know, they don't go easy on you. So, <laughs> so yeah, we would spend hours just aiming and breathing. And, you know, there was times where I just felt this peace and this calm. And maybe because the drill instructors weren't yelling at me, too. That was a good benefit of it, too. But, yeah, we spent the whole week and uh, just just breathing. And so I kind of, yeah, I guess I kind of look at that as my first form of um, meditation without actually being conscious of it. Combining spiritual and martial arts is nothing new. Tai Chi is an example. Zen and the art of archery is another. Like firearms themselves, it's the practitioner, not the practice, that puts events into motion for good or ill. This is where the topic turns prickly. Jason is an unabashed supporter of the Second Amendment and the right to bear arms. He believes personal liberty lasts as long as people are willing to defend it from powers that work to control individuality and freedom. He also advocates firearm safety classes. He says youngsters, when they're old enough to understand, should be taught the risks and responsibility of gun handling. The same people who would, who of course understand it's important to talk to your children about putting on their seatbelt and not walking across the street without looking both ways and not loitering behind someone's car that's running. When you mention firearms to a lot of these people, they say, oh my gosh, I don't want my kids to know anything about it. Well, I personally believe that every American, everybody who lives in this country where guns are very prevalent, you should at least know how to make one safe. It's the functional equivalent of there's a car coming down the road, I shouldn't run in front of it. So God forbid your child is at a house party and some kid says, hey, look what I found under my dad's bed, which is a whole nother topic about the safe storage of said firearms. But I would like, if I had a child, my child to say, whoa, hang on, let me see that, know how to take the steps to eject the, to, to clear the firearm, as we would say, make sure it's safe, call the appropriate adult, get the heck out of there, and to know what to do to neutralize that situation. But don't pigeonhole him. Jason does not have a National Rifle Association bumper sticker. If he had a few minutes in an elevator with NRA president Oliver North, what would he like to say to him? You know, that's a great question. I am, for the record, I'm not an NRA supporter. I do not belong to the NRA, nor do I ever intend to. Now, were they to be a nonpartisan, this is exactly what I say to him. I'd say, you'd have my support the minute you all become a nonpartisan organization and you get back to your stated endeavor, which is firearms safety, firearms education. But I really think they've become a de facto mouthpiece for the extreme right wing. And I'm this is a nonpartisan endeavor, the Asheville Yoga and Gun Club. However, there's really some language that I think the NRA uses and a stance that they adopt that I don't feel is conducive to um, creating peace. Perhaps someday, if Jason finds a following for guns and yoga, a yogi might sit on the NRA board of directors. If only that were the way of things. I spoke with Jason a few days after the mosque killings in New Zealand. Since then, there have been suicides related to the Parkland High School shootings. Easy access to firearms creates miseries that cry out for relief. Jason says he hears the cries. He hopes that maybe yoga can offer a way for troubled people to find mindfulness and spiritual health. I share his hope, but it won't help the people who don't want help, 
and do want to kill as many people as possible with firearms. Well, firearms are everywhere, like it or not. That Pandora's box was opened a long time ago. I think it is fallacy to pretend that in a country of, you know, 375 million people, more or less, and what seems like that many guns, that they're going to get off the streets anytime soon. So I do believe that encouraging people to get in touch with, through a yoga practice, through a mindfulness practice, what's going on in their internal landscape to focus on the yamas and the niyamas, which are ethical precepts put forth in a yoga practice, to, to really gain an understanding of what motivates you. Why are you taking the action that you're taking in, in any in any path in, in your day-to-day -day life. And I think that bringing a level of heightened awareness to one's day-to-day -day life can only be a positive thing no matter what you're doing. Whether you're if the Asheville Yoga and Gun Club can help a little, it's more than the nothing our leaders do now. Namaste.